0: Sweet Sweet Garbage is a podcast in which two women, Jenna Redding and Bailey Von Schneider, take a look back at some of their favorite garbage films and television. Knowing them as we do, we have to ask the question, why do they find themselves enamored with this trash? Not only that, why do we ourselves root for the problematic woman? We love a good crazy stalker, male or female. Why is Bailey okay with the idea of Penn Badgley stalking her? Why does Jenna want to single white female every person she meets? Can they be feminists and still enjoy these indulgences? Let's find
1: out. All right. That was our new theme song written by EZ K of the band Jane Doe. They're a really great band that you can all find on Spotify. And you should go find them and follow them on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.
0: This week, for episode 11, we have for you 2011's The Resident. And a quick synopsis. It is about a young doctor who suspects that she may not be alone in her Brooklyn loft. And she soon learns that her landlord has formed a frightening obsession with her. (laughs) And that's, like, the best plot synopsis that I could, like, find for this movie. Like... (laughs) Yeah. Pretty big, but like I feel like that—that you get you get the whole gist of like pretty much what's going on in this movie from that,
1: right? So the doctor, the main woman, is played by Hilary Swank, and she's like a uh, she's like kind of like a big shot like doctor, like a surgeon, and so she moves into this new apartment because her boyfriend like was cheating on her or something, so they broke up.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's like what where we're told, I guess. And she easily forgives him after like apparently not only cheating cheating on her to a point where they break up and she like moves out of the apartment, but then just like easily forgives him, which I found to be a little a little odd. But
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's definitely it was one of those things where they were like, we need to get her alone, but kind of like in single white female because yeah. that's kind of the same thing but it's it seems like his indiscretions in this movie were a lot worse <laughs> For whatever, yeah, did reason? she like walk
0: in on him cheating on her or something? It was like it felt very much because she was really trying to separate herself from this relationship. Like, she moves to Brooklyn, she gets this like really cool loft, like, she's trying new things. She goes to like an art gallery, and I feel like she's just trying to broaden her horizons outside of like this relationship that she was so consumed by, only to go just like right back into it. <laughs>
1: Right, exactly. And it was just funny to me because, oh, first of all, I was in love with her new apartment. I was dying. I wanted that apartment so bad. My favorite part. (laughs) <laughs> yes, but
0: I I love when like she walks in and it's like massive and you never get that kind of space in New York and then he's like Jeffrey Dean Morgan's like oh yeah it's thirty eight and she's like thousand and he's like no hundred and she like honestly can't believe that like this apartment is only thirty
1: eight like a hundred dollars a month <laughs> it's like <laughs> what like which is funny because even I mean she's a she's a doctor so she makes really good money but still like to me of course like 3800 still sounds insane (laughs) oh it it does but
0: for like a new york city like loft with that amount of space that yeah like thirty would wouldn't even be out of like the realm of possibility
1: right well especially too because like i i don't think they really say but you just assume that she was living in manhattan right yeah like uh, i don't think they ever actually say anything
0: I love when it opens up and she's just, like, in a hotel. Like, they have that scene where you, like, see her doing her job. And then it shows, like, hotel. And it says, like, hotel. It doesn't even say, like, it's just, like, oh, okay, so she's staying at hotel. Because that's what it, like, (laughs) says on the facade of the building. And then I'm, like, okay, why is she in a hotel? And then you quickly find out, oh, yeah, like, this guy fucked me over. So now I'm living in a hotel. And, uh, yeah. But you know what really confused me about this movie is the title. It's like I initially went into this movie being like it's called The Resident. So is it because she's a resident as a doctor or is it because she's a resident in this like building complex so at first <laughs> right i was just immediately assuming it was called the resident because you know she is a resident so when she's super hands-on in the emergency room and like that opening scene i'm like yo from 16 years of Grey's anatomy watching i know residents are not that hands-on so now i know that the title of this movie must be in reference to being a resident in this complex very, right very No, single. i think
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, it is it is a very vague title, but they they basically gave her both. um, Both options. Yeah, no, they're just like, oh, yeah, she's a doctor, but also she lives at this or she lives in this place. (laughs) She's a resident in
0: Jeffrey Dean Morgan's creepy building, but she also might be a resident doctor, but I don't think she is. Like, it was very, very confusing to me.
1: (laughs) Right. Although, and the thing is, there is that TV show, The Resident, that came yeah, out very where, recently. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think he is, I think it's about him being like a resident as like a doctor. So yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, that's a medical
1: sense. show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this I was very confused about because she's not only a medical doctor, but she's like a resident in this building. So I had no idea what the title of this movie was with in reference to. <laughs> <laughs> also happens to be this like unbelievably like sexy man like yeah even even her friend even her friend is like oh my god like why are you not having rebound sex with this guy like like take one look at him and just like all right all right what's up what's up so I found that to be very quite humorous actually and she seems like pretty willing in the beginning so a part of me was like was just like dude, she's willing to fuck you, don't be a creeper, like, you don't need to be a creeper, she's down, (laughs) you know, so it's, like, interesting that this is, like, different from, you know, like, stalking Laura, where she's just immediately, like, ah, no, dude, and this one, like, at least, like, she's tempted by the idea of him, like, he cooks dinner for her, they, like, share a bottle of wine, they, like, almost have sex before she, like, freaks out and, like, it's like, oh, the last guy that touched me was my boyfriend. I only know his smell. I'm like, get over yourself, girl.
1: Yeah, like come on. But it's, it's also funny because, like, I mean, I'm not trying to say, like, the trauma or whatever of, like, a breakup is not real. But it yes. is funny because, like, Hillary Swank, you know, she's, like, in her, you know, she's probably in her mid-30s. Like, she seems like she's, like, this it doesn't seem like Lee Pace or whatever the boyfriend's name was was her only boyfriend, like, this entire time. But, like, like, that's kind of the way
0: she's acting. Because I think he may have been, weirdly enough, because she says something about, like, I gave up on my dream to come to New York City. One, we never find out what her dream was. Two, like, has, as Alicia Keys will tell you, um, New York City is the concrete jungle where dreams are made. So I don't know <laughs> what dreams she's chasing that can't be attained in New York City. And I was just like, I was just like, this is the weirdest line. You're like, oh, I left my... So I'm thinking, did they meet maybe in, like, college? And she's just sort of followed him. And, like, she's a freaking doctor, so it's not as if, like... She followed him and was just his wife or girlfriend this well, whole time. Like right, she
1: that's what I was thinking. A, so it was very weird. Well, yeah, because like you're like you know if you're if you're giving up your dreams to like just you don't just give up your dreams and then become a doctor like that that takes years and years of like <laughs> like yeah, studying. it's, like it's a, a ten year that. process to become a doctor. So if it's something you didn't
0: know at like eighteen you know, and you decide at 30, oh, I think I'm going to be a doctor. You're not going to be like a fully practicing person of medicine until you're 40. So right. like, so was, was being a doctor, her backup plan? Yeah.
1: I, right. <laughs> Great backup plan. You know, yeah, I know I'm like, it's very practical, but Jesus, like, what did you want to do? I bet whatever you wanted to do, if it wasn't being a doctor, was gonna be a little bit easier than what you ended up doing. Yeah.
0: So I was just like, we <laughs> we had that line and then we never learned about like what her dream was. Was her dream to practice medicine in like Des Moines, Iowa? Like, like,
1: or like right? you know, I don't you, know, she does she does go to like the art gallery and stuff. And like she does seem like she has artistic inclinations a little bit, but that could just be me projecting just because I'm like, well maybe this is what she wanted to do, but then she she didn't you know she went the practical route or i don't know i don't know (laughs) her life is pretty okay outside of like
0: getting cheated on like she seems to be a very competent doctor she's probably she's paid well enough that 3800 is like nothing to like worry about you know like she can afford that on her own you you know and she lives in new york city it's not as if she followed him to like butte montana You you know, like they went to New York City. It's like New York City, L.A. Like those are the cities that everybody around the entire world knows about, you know.
1: Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. She didn't she didn't get stuck in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So
1: like I just
0: I I I got stuck on that line. That line like really stood out to me.
1: Right. Well, no. And the thing is, like what I really did like about this movie in parts was like how silly it got, like, it, it takes itself very seriously for, like, being something that's, like, pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but I was having a great time. Like, I um, I was telling you earlier, you know, like, I was having a really good time, like, getting mad at these characters. As opposed to sometimes when we watch things, like, when we watched Mother May I Sleep with Danger, like, at well, a certain point, I just kind of got bored. But, like, here, yeah. I was having a great time, like, la- I thought it was funny. At You know what I, I mean?
0: Yeah, I found it so humorous when he, like, snuck into her apartment when she was, like, at work or out, including when he's, like, jerking off in her bathtub. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then he, like, cut holes in certain parts of the wall where he could, like, see in to, like, her entire life. So he'd be, like, creeping in the walls. Or my favorite was when he used her toothbrush and was super into brushing his teeth with it. Ugh, yeah. He's, like, standing in the mirror, and I was, like, oh, my God. This is, like, an intense scene of brushing teeth uh, that I never <laughs> thought I would ever see Jeffrey Dean Morgan do. Like, he was super into that. No,
1: he sold it, too, because, like, there was a part of me that was, like, I'm, like, I, like I, it really bothered me because I was, like, am I into this? I don't it's want like, to be into this.
0: I just wanted a scene afterwards where she brushed her teeth and we could have just been like, oh, I felt I felt let down by that scene. But I what <laughs> I find like I think what really made me laugh with this movie was knowing that like PS I Love You exists, where they like oh, fall yeah. in love Ireland and then you get this movie where like he's just the creepiest person and he's like he's like yeah cutting holes in the wall (laughs) you know and but it's like he's like and I was just like oh okay so for everybody that loved maybe liked them in p.s. I love you like just don't watch The Resident because you'll just be creeped out
1: (laughs) right but if you think about it too though Jeffrey Dean Morgan in that one and in this one is just like Hillary Swank's sloppy seconds like, what a life, right? <laughs> Give me that life where like Jeffrey Dean Morgan is always just like, you know, sure. this is like always the one who like wants my affection, but like I'm mourning over someone else. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like, oh, sorry, Jeffrey, I'm gonna put you on the back burner. But like, I'll come back to you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, Listen, very, very true. Like, yeah, he has been he has been Hillary Swank's second choice twice. Yeah, Plan B. <laughs> oh We need my one God. more movie.
1: The rule of threes, you know.
0: True. we need the we need the uh, Jeffrey G. Morgan lusting after Hillary Swank trilogy to occur.
1: Exactly. Like, come on. Exactly.
0: Like, what what are they doing? And like, I mean, you know, like I Jeffrey J. Morgan's working on like The Walking Dead, but yeah, outside still of still on that, hunt,
1: right?
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> but outside of like The Hunt, I haven't seen Hillary Swank in a movie like I can't remember. Like when she popped up in The Hunt, I was like, "Cool. I'm glad you're like in things because I feel like she has the oddest career for somebody who won two Oscars before they turned 30." No,
1: it's true. The thing is like Hillary Swank is very interesting to me because I feel like when she when she hits, oh, like it's when a, it's good, it's, it's phenomenal. But but then like there's a lot of like movies in between where I'm like, why did you pick? I didn't it, Wait, I
0: why, didn't even why, know what, it, what's like money, like because some of them it's like, okay, like this movie, I want to write something this shitty and get this cast. Like yeah, you, no you know, this is like talented people doing like pretty bland bland material right but, but yeah I'm trying to look at like of course boys don't cry was her like big coming out party and then like after that she was in like the first good thing after that like insomnia she was in and then her first kind of like big role like starring role was in the core <laughs> like outside of boys don't cry she's just in the core and that movie might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen
1: I will say, I think she's in um, The Gift with uh, uh, what's her name? Yeah, is she, the lead, is she the lead of that movie though? No, no. But yeah, That, that like... one is kind of a um, that one is, I would say, like an ensemble piece. Like, Keith Blanchett is obviously the star but, you know, you have like Greg Kinnear in that movie and uh, Keanu Reeves and oh, like Katie is Holmes. Sam Raimi. Wait, Billy Bob Thornton wrote that movie? Yeah, no, it's actually really good. It's like a ghost like it's it's like a supernatural movie you should check it out like I remember watching that when I was a kid and it scared the shit out of me
0: yeah so yeah and then it was like so yeah she was in like The Gift then a couple things that like went nowhere and then Million Dollar Baby
1: right right Uh, and then then, like right after Million Dollar Baby then like there wasn't really it was like
0: The Black Dahlia, Freedom Riders The Reaping (laughs) Yes, I love you. She tried her hand at winning a third Oscar with Amelia, and that failed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that movie was kind of a snooze, unfortunately. Yes. But that's kind of the problem with, like, biopics. I feel like biopics... It's true. It's Sometimes either, it's either you be. win, the, you your Oscar bait is caught, and you, you win,
0: Mm-hmm. or... True.
1: It's or everyone just ignores it. Like, there's yeah. no in between.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're either Rami Malik, who wins for a lesser performance, or you're Taryn Edgerton, who doesn't even get nominated for a f- vastly superior performance. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the thing is, like, the guy who directed Rocket Man was the one who came in and saved um...
0: Bohemian Raps as much yeah, as Yeah, because uh,
1: what's his name? Uh, what's that? Brian guy's name? Singer. Yeah, Brian Singer just got fired
0: legit since Million Dollar Baby these have been just things I've never even heard of or movies that went absolutely nowhere except in 2017 she was in Logan Lucky so she worked with Soderbergh and that movie's yeah. really good no and I then, like that movie a lot yeah. that one's a funny movie and then I absolutely loved The Hunt and I thought that her character was great because it was like such a a different character than she's ever played before so it sort of just showed like, a different side of Hillary Swank, it's a smaller role because Betty Gilpin is the lead of that movie versus, like, you know, Hillary Swank used to be, like, the lead in Clint Eastwood Academy Award-winning movies. It's just, like, the thing is, it's not as if she's not a great actress. Like, she's phenomenal. It's just as if, like, it's weird. Are things not being offered to her? I or think are she probably, just picking horribly?
1: I think the thing is, she... I feel like she probably is kind of a hard person to cast in a way, mm-hmm. because if you think about, you know, something like P.S. I Love You, she was gr- she was great in it, mm-hmm. but would you have necessarily thought, oh, hey, I have this like cute romantic comedy, comedy, I'm going Let's- to ask Hillary Swank if she wants to do it. Like I feel like, not that she's been boxed in, but maybe that is what it is. Is like she she's had two very iconic very strong roles that she is kind of associated with. So I I feel like people don't really know where to put her outside of that.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a that's a very good point. So maybe that's why she was trying to do things that were maybe like a little smaller, a little more avant-garde. Yeah. Or working with directors and writers that she maybe likes and admires, you know, like getting a chance to work with Soderbergh. Yeah, you're gonna take a smaller role because it's Steven Soderbergh or, yeah, or things of course, like that. Yeah,
1: Like, listen, I'll do whatever I'll say, you want. So yeah.
0: I'll say two lines. You know, I'll just show up and go. You know, even though I have two <laughs> Academy Awards, like you know, so right. it's still just so weird to me to think that like she. Not only does she have two Academy Awards, she has two Best. Actress Academy Awards you know yeah yeah Yeah. and she's only been nominated twice in easily won both of those times so it's so interesting that definitely knocked it out of
1: the park for performances
0: I feel like the ending of this movie is sort of where I know it takes a while to get there but that sort of like sealed the deal for me not totally hating this movie or totally being bored by it because one like you know we talk about in other films how like you know oh the man comes in and saves the day it's like no there's literally no man to save her because he's killed his grandfather already played by christopher lee so sort of a throwback to old hammer movies because this movie was um a hammer production and um he (laughs) just kills her boyfriend too like she's gone back to her old boyfriend and he like comes into her apartment and then jeffrey d morgan kills kills him so now she's like stuck in her apartment with him and it's only her so she has to like battle her way against him and he's like a big dude so it's not even like oh like she's going to easily be able to like take over this a hundred and like 30 pound guy. Like Jeffrey D Morgan is like a formidable dude. So it's like, yeah, she no, has to battle. Yeah, yeah. So it's like her core in this apartment, battling it out with him. And I thought it was, I thought it
1: was really cool. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, no, I really liked it because yeah, I think she had to, I was actually legitimately scared for her at certain yeah, points. The because tension like, built really well. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, you're right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, like, even though he's, like, a very attractive man, he's very charismatic, but, like, when he decides to be scary, like, holy shit, I'm just like, dude, I'm gonna, she's gonna die in this apartment.
0: Yeah, the the move twist ending, he wins.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) but literally, the whole time, like, I I was, like, super scared, like, I was, like, kind of, like, kind of not looking a little bit, because I was like, oh, god, I don't want to see, like, him jump at her I don't want to see this but like it was in a good way you know what I mean like in a like very like I was tense the whole time
0: yeah I felt like what I found really interesting about this ending is I felt like a lot of it felt like the ending of Scream like because it's pretty much with Scream, it's like Sydney against not just one killer, but two killers. Spoiler alert, Scream came out on nineteen ninety-six, get over it. <laughs> but so like you have Sydney like fighting these two people and it's just her. And then you have this like so and I what I what really reminded me of Scream was like how in this one she has because he's been doing home renovations, there's all this like tools around and she has like a literal nail gun and she starts shooting him with the nail gun, but of course he does the whole like come back to life thing and she just shoots him straight in the head. And it reminded me so much of Scream, where it's like, This is where the supposed killer comes back for one last scare and the Sydney just BAMS right right in the middle of the forehead. So that really reminded me of Scream and I love Scream. Scream's one of my like favorite <laughs> movies of all time. Yeah. Not even just in the horror genre, I absolutely love *Scream*. So, like, sort of feeling like, like getting, you know, like uh, Sydney Prescott vibes and that ending, and sir, her really taking a hold of everything and defeating the bad guy by herself, single-handedly. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no, I liked that a lot. And I mean, that's the thing. It, it yeah, it was cool seeing her, you know, being resourceful and hmm. being able to like taken her surroundings and uh, adapt to it because I feel like in so many movies you I mean you just said it the the girl kind of is a damsel and then the dude shows up and then kills the guy and then like everything's fine and it's like well whatever but like honestly too like I want to see a girl just be a a badass and like kill the fucking guy
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm always like, I love powerful women. So like in movies. uh, So that's why I liked, you know, going back to sort of like Hillary Swank's like last really great uh, movie, The Hunt. The Hunt pretty much has one woman single handedly, like take out a shitload of people. But her biggest opponent is at the end of that movie when it's a square off between Hillary Swank and Betty Gilpin and Betty Gilpin's biggest challenge is Hillary Swank. So not only is Betty Gilpin like kicking ass this whole movie, but like the biggest opponent that she has is also a woman and I'm like this is so cool. I was like for two men to have written that, props, see men can write really strong women.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and also just like making but making it so that they having a strong woman who's like not detracting from another strong woman. Like it's just, yes. them, it's just them like budding together, not budding together, but like um, it's them going against each other and one isn't better than the other. It's like, they're both smart and they're both trying to outwit each other. So that's cool.
0: Yeah. So it's refreshing to see like strong women on screen, especially in like, you know, I know it is 2020 now, but like, but still, we need more of that. So yeah, I liked that even back in, you know, with this movie in 2011, you know, we're sort of subverting the whole damsel in distress idea where, yeah, she, like you said, she adapts so well to the environment that she's in to, you know, really fight for her life. And I
1: appreciated that. Yeah. But so yeah, I guess going into the batshit moments. Mm -hmm. of this movie I would say for me it was the one like after there's like a part where and this is when you know like for a fact Jeffrey Dean Morgan is like a total creep like well Mm -hmm. you've known the whole time that's not that's not what I mean but like he this is like where he finally like crosses a line in a (laughs) weird way it's like you know the one where he's like drugged her and oh my god he's like on the like bed with her and I was like I was getting pissed I was so mad (laughs) because up until then like again it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan so I was turning a blind eye to a lot of things yeah
0: but when (laughs) you uh start drugging somebody to the point that they sleep through like all of their multiple alarms (laughs) that that it's like this is oh
1: shit (laughs) next level insanity right and that was the thing though I We'll say that I, I feel like they never really I mean did they talk about why he is this way? He's why? just kind of like a boogeyman a little I bit. I actually
0: thought it was a little compared compared to what we've been
1: watching. I
0: thought that they sort of talked about his backstory a little bit more because they had those flashbacks to clearly he has been like mentally and probably physically abused by his grandfather since mm. he was young. So it's like saying that like your mother left because your father wasn't good enough and you are also not good enough. So it's like, well, like maybe that doesn't a hundred percent justify literally everything that he's doing. I think they at least did a pretty good job of being like, okay, so he's not totally just crazy out of left Mm -hmm. field. Like he's been raised by a man that told him he's been worthless his entire life. Right. Right. You know, so he probably believes that he could never get somebody like Hillary Swank unless he does these certain things um that's true. so i i, I, about I thought that, that yeah. was pretty good so like just compared to like we can obviously have more backstory but i think compared to what we've been watching this has been maybe the most understanding of the psyche of one of these people that has you know gone a little bit crazy
1: right right no that's that that's that's true i was i forgot about the uh yeah, the the flash. that's right, because, yeah, there is all that stuff. That, and actually, that's the thing is, like, I like more when things are hinted at mm-hmm. more than, like, like super explained. But yeah. sometimes, though, I don't actually see it. And then I'm like, oh, wow. You're like, that that's was actually saddled. really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you, just sort of the, the cycle of abuse, you know, so maybe he's just manifesting his abuse different, like, you know, how he abuses differently than, you know, how he was abused.
1: Right. Cause he's like oh I'm, no, I'm not like my dad I'm not this mm-hmm. because I do I do things this way and it's the better way even though it's clearly not yeah
0: yeah no for sure so because I feel like everything that he thinks he's doing he thinks he's doing to get the girl really which is so interesting to me like you know when he like you know, at the end where, like, she's not drugged, and he's, like, they're, like, he throws her on the bed, and he's, like, oh, you'll finally get to experience it, like, what, conscious? So we don't know his, like, we we clearly didn't see that he, like, raped her, but my question is, was he, like, raping her every night, or was he he just sleeping? Yeah. So, like, so then you just have this thing where it's, like, okay, so I've been, like, raping you every night, and now you're finally conscious, so that might be, like, my batshit moment, where he just kind of, like, whispers to her, now you'll be awake for it, and I was like, what
1: the fuck? Yeah, no, that, like, that is some creep-o, creep-o yeah, shit, for sure. Yeah.
0: We've all learned from this this movie, do not friend zone Jeffrey Dean Morgan.
1: Yeah, seriously. He will not take
0: kindly to it. Because (laughs) it would have been interesting to see how the trajectory of this film would have gone if she slept with him. Like, would it have been even, like, ten times worse because he would have been like, well, you did sleep with me? Yeah. if they entered into a relationship, like, how would he have been if they were in a relationship? Because, like, this movie could have gone in two different ways, and we we saw it go the one way. So it would have been interesting to see how the other way would have maybe unfolded.
1: I yeah, that's kind of what I wish would have happened because I feel like if they had slept together, not that that not that it would have justified his behavior at all. Oh god. But, but I would it would have been more interesting to me to see how he would have processed that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Very true.
1: Because cuz again, well, I mean, listen, I will watch every, every type of stalker movie mm-hmm. under the sun. I will. And I love it. And I I will never not. (laughs) But like, I feel like if he in his mind had justification, because he's like, well, you you have to be with me like you've slept with me like we're like, you know, this is what this is now like, why would you go back to this guy?
0: Yeah. Like, look at me and look at him. Like you, you, yeah. Like, you know what you have. And at that point he had shown nothing but being a nice guy. Like, I guess it's kind of, it's weird that he like shows up at places, but I guess you could kind of sort of justify him showing up at that art show, being living in the neighborhood and that having been like the first, like, you know, it's like, Oh, we have this new art gallery opening and like anybody could hear about that and just happen to show up. But, like, when he sees her at, like, a coffee shop later in the day, and I'm, like, this is kind of, like, later in the movie, I'm, like, this is kind of interesting. Like, he's just popping up at places that you're at, and you're never
1: thinking that that's not creepy. Right. But, again, because it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Morgan. like, you're, like, oh, it's fate. It's kind of like in you, where, like, when Penn Badgley shows up at places, and you're like, yeah. oh my God! <laughs> exactly like, this. This looking... is such a coincidence. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. not though. <laughs> like, no, he's just
0: the best stalker that's ever lived. You know, he really
1: is. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Joe. I,
0: I have a question, right? Oh, Joe. Why is Joe dreamy? God damn it. I, um, <laughs> it's like, why I, do I do this to myself? Right. But I have a quick question for you. How did you feel about um, when we sort of did that, like, reverse? And then we see how he like plotted everything out. Like he's at the hospital with his grandfather because his grandfather thinks he's dying. He he catches a glimpse of Hillary Swank in the scene that we, in in the opening scene, you know, and like he sees her and then he sees that there's like uh, a flyer, you know, back when flyers were a thing, you know, before like (laughs) Craigslist and everything was online. There's a flyer where she's looking for a roommate and then he calls her. She shows up to the apartment. And then he's like, oh, the apartment's not ready. I would have been like, bitch, you called me. <laughs> you <know? laughs>
1: yeah. Well, the thing is, I thought that relied a little too much on coincidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't know. That whole, like, sequence felt I it kind of stupid.
0: It, it felt <laughs> off. Like, it, I felt like it, I could have followed the story easily without knowing that like he had been plotting these things for like weeks
1: right because like honestly too i feel like you don't need it like yeah maybe you see i i feel like it didn't he didn't need to see her at the hospital i don't think he needed to see i think he could have just like the second he saw her when she came to look at the apartment i think that's the moment like that could have very much just been the moment where he was like oh this exactly I be with. because
0: I, I thought that that was that and then we sort of have that reverse you know going back in time and seeing how everything plays out sort of from his perspective right and yeah and I was just like I don't know it just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way I was like I don't really know how I feel about it so I just wanted now, to like, I felt like it was, if you were feeling it too yeah No, it was yeah. just
1: kind of contrived for yeah. no reason like I, I or because the thing is if you want to go that route you I mean you just have to be a little bit more clever like you have to like it's like they wanted it to be like this shocking thing but it was just kind of lazy
0: yeah I was just like oh okay so like he sees her at the hospital and is immediately infatuated with her when you're right he could have just been immediately infatuated with her when she shows up like looking for this apartment
1: right because like why I mean why not there's no there's <laughs>
0: yeah so I felt like it felt very like there wasn't a true purpose to that whole like sequence
1: right no it was just a little bit convoluted for no reason almost
0: True, very true. I think it was b- to get what Christopher Lee some more screen time. <laughs> like right, <laughs> like, he's just like the creepy old grandfather that like lives in the building who like drops her off like a welcome to the welcome to the apartment
1: like gift bag. Right, <laughs> and it's like okay, but here like okay, so I'm thinking about it right now. What they could have done, and like maybe it could have been a thing where like they interacted with each other at the hospital. Like maybe she like said something quick to the grandfather or said something, you know, and then like walked away.
0: Yeah. Or if she was his doctor and like, then, you know, you don't, you make small talk with the doctor, you know, and then she like is like mentioned something and he could be like, we have this apartment. Like we have this like, you know, and it's not really ready yet because I found it so weird that like he called her and was like, we have this apartment
1: and then she shows up and he's like, it's not ready. I'm like, what? Right. (laughs) Or two, like if you want it to be like this even more thing, like maybe he just like if he followed her, saw that she was like at a hotel, like, I don't know, maybe then he could have put like a flyer up at the hotel to be like oh we have an apartment available and then you know like then she could have gone and then there could have been like a moment where it's like oh do I I know you like you know it could have almost oh, seemed oh, like yeah. a meeting. yeah oh Mary my god did. I remember you uh, your grandfather blah 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 like it, it it seems like this like very like you know like a a romantic movie moment and then you find out like he orchestrated it that way yeah but, I mean, like you could have done it In a better way. They found, like, the the laziest way to do it.
0: (laughs) And just did that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So where, for you, does this rank on our, you know, our Hmm. hot garbage to sweet, sweet garbage to hot, hot, hot? Like, where where (laughs) is it for you on the garbage scale?
1: I really feel like this is very solidly in the middle at garbage. Because, like, I had a good time. I, like, had fun watching this movie. But, like, there were a lot of parts, like, where I did start to get a little bored. And I know they were trying to do the, like, oh, we're building we're building atmosphere and we're doing this. And as someone who watches a lot of those movies, I'm going to say, they uh-huh. didn't do it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot of, like, not things that just didn't happen for a while. But, like, again, I had such yeah, a good time, yeah. and, like, the cast is amazing. Like, I, again, like, I would get, if I could get this cast to just do one of my things, like, this would be oh, amazing. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. I think that's what really got me was with how how good this cast is, or, you, you know, you just pretty, or even just, like, not even the cast, just, like, you get two-time, like, at this point, she's a two-time Oscar winner. If you can get a two-time Academy Award winner to, like, headline your film, like, shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and then Jeffrey Dean Morgan is great in, in, in his own right. So, and yeah. the two of them, and I like, I think they have palpable chemistry. So I think that's why I wanted them more together in this movie. You know, moments of feeling their chemistry because they had great chemistry within P.S. I Love You. Yeah. And um, so it's like, I felt like we we lacked that chemistry in this movie. And I think it's just because we didn't really have those those scenes of intimacy between them, really.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah, so I, I feel a little like bit I'm
1: of it like right at the beginning.
0: Yeah, and that's it, and it felt like a, just a little bit of like a flirtation. Like she even mentions at one point, "Oh yeah, I just had sort of had this like flirtatious moment," you know?
1: Right. But it's like, no, you guys are hot together. Come on, give it to yeah. me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so true. So like I, Lee I,
1: Pace, yeah. Lee Pace, the one who played her boyfriend, he's like right? he's like pretty famous, not famous, famous, but like he's done a lot of TV stuff.
0: Yeah. He's, yeah. He's
1: like pretty good. Like he doesn't have a lot to do, but he's like he's like a charming guy, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> true.
0: So, yeah, I I agree with you that I feel like it's garbage, too, because I feel like I think I put things in hot garbage when I find that there it's a bad movie, but I'm just having so much friggin fun with it. And I felt like I didn't really because there were those moments where it sort of just droned on. And it had certain lulls that I that I felt like I couldn't really be like, oh, this is some hot, fun garbage. So, yeah, I, I, I think I agree with you. This is pretty much a
1: solidly garbage film. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next week. Uh, hope you guys are having a good time listening to us. We're having a good time making this. So. Oh, we'll yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, please, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, We're going to keep working on our Instagram and our Twitter so you can find us there. You know, please rate us. Please subscribe. Please like us. You know, drop us any comments. You want to talk to us on social media, we're on there, ready to interact. So just thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Sweet, sweet garbage With sweet, sweet Navajo